Hey, Clutterbugs, welcome back to the Clutterbug podcast. Today is an exciting interview. I'm chatting with the incredible Madison Gray. She is a fellow YouTuber with a really unique approach on slow, simple living. I find her so inspiring. I love following her on Instagram and watching her YouTube videos. And I know you are going to be just as inspired as I am. So hi, Madison. Welcome. I'm going to call you Maddie. Thank you so much for being on the Clutterbug podcast. Oh, Cass, thanks for having me. This is an honor for me. It's very exciting. I've been so I've been crushing your YouTube channel. You are like <laughs> you're owning this whole minimalism thing, but you're really calling yeah. it something else, which I love. It's all about slow, simple living. Yeah. And tell me, how long have you been doing this? So for me, it all started with the birth of my first daughter, which I've heard from a lot of other women is kind of, um, it can be their starting point to kind of like reconnecting with who they really are and what's really a priority for them in life. It's like a reawakening almost when you have your first baby. Um, and plus life with kids can be so hectic that I know for many women and for me as well, it was like, okay, if I'm going to really enjoy this, we need to streamline. We need to streamline the household. We need to streamline the schedule. Otherwise, this is just, it's chaos and I'm stressed. And so, um, yeah, it wasn't long after her birth that I realized, like, everything that the modern mom was doing and being and the house that I was aspiring to, this, um, I don't know if you ever watched the, um, oh my gosh, what's it called? Back when I was a kid, there was this TV show. It was like Extreme Home Makeover. And they would move yes. the bus. Like every week we would tune in. Move and it was this mansion. Right, right. And so I grew up just like aspiring to this mansion house with like made over rooms and color schemes. And just nothing that I am now. But um, yeah, it was like a reckoning for me. I became a mom pretty young. And I think just everything collided at the right time, honestly, for me to just kind of wake up again to what was truly important to me. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. I'm I'm older than you. I'm a, um I could be your mommy, I think, but <laughs> uh, we we when I f first had kids, there wasn't I felt like there was definitely still pressure, but I didn't have the same social media pressure yeah. that there is today. Yeah. And so I feel it and I feel for young moms because mm -hmm. you're supposed to be cutting their sandwiches into butterflies with cookie cutters and your house <laughs> is like gorge and what is happening and where's all your stuff and why is everything That's like so beautiful subtle tones of brown like That's what so is so true the neutrals it's like some Wes Anderson film, but you're really living it and, you know, and everything's like, do, do, do. But we know that that's not reality because yeah. you're covered in baby vomit and there's crap right. everywhere and crumbs yeah. on the floor. Yeah. And I, I, I thrive in chaos. And I, I say this and I know maybe this is a cop out, but I have ADHD. So I was like, I was one baby. I was, I was like, yeah. And Were then you? two babies. Mm. It was the second baby for me. Yeah. It all came toppling down. And it was, I, you know, I, I say this, but I still feel like this today. Life felt heavy. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. I, I resonate with that a lot. Heavy. So I had to put something down. 
because I couldn't carry it all. Mm -hmm. And what I put down was the excess clutter first. I just put that down and wow, I felt lighter. And the more I decluttered, it was like, and you have had this exact same like experience. You are like, you got rid of so much. Tell me, like, (laughs) tell me how much you got rid of. Yeah, we did. Well, ultimately it was over the course of, let's see, my daughter was four when we moved to Hawaii. Um, but yeah, over those four years, we went from like a, you know, normal suburban home to six suitcases. We got rid of everything and moved to Hawaii. We don't actually live in Hawaii. And now ironically, we live in the suburbs near my parents in Southern California with a totally different lifestyle, but it's like, we needed to do that complete purge, Mm -hmm. almost like recentering time at the time in Hawaii was really beautiful. I think with just such so much less focus on material possessions and um yeah just also seeing our kids we had two kids at that point thriving without toys people get so upset when I say that um but they have toys now but at the time they're like no like if it's not essential in six suitcases like we're not bringing it what so um yeah that was just such a I feel like that that was the place where my YouTube channel birth got birthed from was that experience being like okay it doesn't need to be this extreme where you have only six suitcases and you live in Hawaii but like experiencing this and realizing like this is not just um yeah it's not just a YouTube video like this is this really is uh beautiful like for my children my children are more emotionally regulated I feel emotionally regulated I've been able to process things And, um, when I first had my daughter, I had a lot of postpartum anxiety, which I know is pretty common in the U S for women. And, um, yeah, minimalism was like a tool that helped me really process that. And so like, I feel like it all cumulated when we were in Hawaii and just having all this time in nature and togetherness as a family. And, um, yeah, we were able to move back to Southern California, ironically to the suburbs, which isn't where I plan to spend the rest of my life. I'll be honest. But for now, it's nice. We're saving money and we're down the street from family and we have really great community here. So um, I think that now that I was I was able to kind of integrate those two lifestyles and Mm -hmm. um, it gives me so much inspiration. And that's what I love sharing on the Internet is just like kind of this middle ground of like slow living doesn't have to be rural countryside. You can integrate Mm -hmm. it into your normal life in the suburbs or wherever you live. I love that because yeah. I'm like a huge, I, I I follow a lot of homesteaders just because it's so, yeah, es- me too. it's like, it's, I'm, I aspire to be more like that. But the truth is I'm not like that. Listen, I, I hate the taste of sourdough. Can I just say that? <laughs> Do you really? I really I hate it. I hate it. I was like making so bread cool. stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't me. But I don't think it's yeah. that that I'm looking for. It's the slower paced life. And right. if you're listening to this right now and you're also like, man, that sounds like you're fantasizing about that, but you're not going to move to Hawaii right. or buy a farm, uh, yes. we can still have what we're really craving, which mm-hmm. is that slower, simple life. And it starts. It really does. And nobody wants to hear this. Listen, I, every podcast I say this and I feel like what people are like, Cass, give me something else other than this. But it starts with 
putting down the things that you're carrying that you don't want anyways. The things that you're not using, donate them, get rid of them. And there's so much like fear about letting go of good stuff. Yeah. 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 But this is still good. This is what I hear. Why would I let that go? It's still good. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, it's not good for you. It's not good for you because it's too much for you to handle. Mm -hmm. And you felt this. You felt the world. It's you, you. How do we describe this, Maddie? How do we describe the feeling on the other side when you let go Mm. of the things you don't even know that are burdens. I really like how Minimal Mom describes the inventory. Like every single thing we own is like a tab open in our brain. And like everyone knows if your computer's running slow, like you, you close tabs, you, you you streamline its processing. And I hate to compare us to machines, but for me, that is how it felt. Like it, it feels like, oh my gosh, this machine is just running properly. And I didn't need to go on a fancy diet or take a bunch of supplements. Like I really needed to lower my inventory to let my body and my, I guess my mind thrive. And so I agree. I think it starts with decluttering as well. I say that all the time too. Yeah. And I also let go of, I mean, I let go of the dream of making homemade bread. Mm -hmm. I put things down that didn't fill me that I felt I had to carry. I stopped saying yes to a bunch of things and a bunch of people. I just was like, how can I have, and I have a long way to go. My toe's very swollen. Maddie, I'm going to tell you, I have rheumatoid arthritis in my toe. My husband's like, you have to eat better. He was reading WebMDs like, eat better, exercise, and have less stress. And I was like, thank okay, you very done. much, Easy. I'll Captain start Obvious. That tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll just do all those yeah, things. I'll completely but I- change my life. But we do need less stress. And I think that's what you are really doing with a slow, simple living. It At the end of the day, it's all about less stress. I actually follow you on Instagram and I saw this, you, you did this post about like fast food versus slow food. I've never heard anyone use the term slow food before. So I found that so fascinating. Can you talk about that just for a second? Like like fast food versus slow food because this was this resonated with me. Mhm. Me too. Yeah, I think it probably resonates with everyone because food is just like so human. Like I think the way we grow it and the way we prepare it, it sets us apart from all other animals in creation, I think. It just, it's like this very human experience. So um, for those that aren't familiar, slow living, which sometimes to me is ironic that it has to be a movement at all because it's just like normal human life without, without the excess. But it is a movement that began in Italy with the slow food movement. So when, um, I think it was in the 70s when food started becoming something that was imported a lot. Like it wasn't local farms selling food, people eating locally. Um, wine started being imported and exported. There were suddenly all these opportunities to make more money by uh, it, it just imports and exports. Um, that was when, understandably, people of Italian heritage got upset because food 
like we know of Italian culture is like so rich in their heritage. And so there began this movement when I believe it was a McDonald's was proposed to be built in Rome, like on the Spanish steps, I think. And, and, and Italians were outraged. And so they started this movement and basically it's, um, if you've lived in America your whole life, probably all you know is fast food culture. Um, and it's just kind of the things we hear all the time, like, you know, cheaper is better and faster is better. And uh, there's no connection to where that thing was made, uh, the like the soil in which it came from, the family recipe in which that was developed. It's just this very rich, totally different product than what you would have in a fast food restaurant that's a chain that's very disconnected from the process i think at at the core slow living is about savoring the process rather than just mm. uh efficiency of results so yeah i feel like that I, it resonates a lot for me too so i'm glad to hear you say that it resonates for you because there's so much really, to it there's so many layers I'm, I'm just like so anti-costco i mean i sometimes <laughs> go to costco but i, to costco. I, I curse yeah. it Every time I'm in there, I'm like, this is hell. It's, it's like if I died American. tomorrow and went to yeah. the bad place, it would be Costco. <laughs> but uh, uh, I come home, I'm like, where am I going to put all this crap? But there's so much like frozen meals and quick, quick, quick. And it's yeah. always just not satisfying in mm. some way. But I'm busy. I'm busy. I get it. But the thing I've really found is... We have a little garden. I pick some ripe tomatoes, you know, chop them mm. up, put them in some olive oil, fry them, maybe some Love zucchini, that. add some pasta. That's always like so good. Don't you feel so, so good much about faster. yourself? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. And it's here before the pizza would get here. Yeah. And I'm like, I actually feel really good about myself, which is something I've kind of, there's been a disconnect when it comes with food. I hate cooking. I'm mm. not good at it. But I can still whip together these like yeah, nutritious, healthy, yeah. simple things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it does do so I'm 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 trying, Maddie. I'm trying well, no pressure a little bit. Me. I think, you know, yeah, you've got to prioritize what works for you. But that that's the other thing. I don't know if you ever feel like this about uh your content, like I never want to be anybody's guru, like to be like, this is mm. the answer. And this is the way everyone should live. Like, this is just what's working for me. And I assume that people will approach it and be like, okay, I can take bits of that that works for me and not with the rest of it. You know? I love that. Yeah, for sure. It's like, I, I'm addicted to self-help books and I always get like one little nugget of something, you know, mm -hmm. most of the book I'm like, oh, that probably doesn't, or I forget. Yeah. But yeah. the more I just keep consuming this, my life just like inch by inch gets slightly yeah, better. Yeah. And I love the idea of being able to just kind of, it's not like I'm coming up with anything new. I'm just like recycling the stuff that's yes, working and like, yes. hey man, save yourself the time yes. and try all this stuff. But I think we're all craving, we are, we're all craving. There's something missing, I think. And we're all feeling suffocating and like mm -hmm. such a burden. And I, I work with a lot of clients when it comes to decluttering and I just see them. This is how I, I see them. They're in a rowboat in the ocean and the waves are splashing over, right? And there's a hole in the boat and it's filling mm. with water and they're getting cups and bowls to put the water in the boat in, right? 
instead of bailing yeah. it out yeah. or plugging the hole. Yeah. This is what we're, we're filling our home and lives, not yeah. just with stuff, but with like, with pressure and like commitments and work yeah. and all these things. And not only are we not plugging the hole, but we're not bailing the water out so we stop sinking there's always going to be water sloshing over the side but we just have to consistently keep kind of getting it out instead of putting more containers for yeah, that don't stuff you think, to go like, in we're so marketed to that way like that it's just become our resting state because i still struggle with that too of like oh i'm having this issue can't even think of an example it's like i should buy a solution for that buy a solution. rather than like I wonder if there's a different approach, you know, like it's just, I wonder if other people Absolutely. are like that too. I think everybody, I think that's yeah. human nature. My toe yeah, hurt this morning be. and I immediately was like, I said to my husband, do I need a toe? Can I cut it off? Is there a pill <laughs> I can take? Is there a something? Where's the fast? Like, yeah, how can I just, yeah. and move on to the next thing instead of dealing with like the root of the issue. And I think mm -hmm. the root of all of our issue, whether it's financial problems. We struggle with weight. We struggle with like relationships. We struggle with keeping our sanity and our home. It all comes down to like, we're taking on too much, too mm -hmm. much stuff, just too, too much. There's more than we can handle. And uh, yeah, I, so I just love slow, simple living. I love the message that you, and I could just watch you, your beautiful aesthetic, your YouTube videos are like they're like some sort of uh, uh, just trip down gorgeousness. The Thank music, you. your awesome. timing. It's it's such an enjoyable experience to watch you on YouTube. And I, I feel that that must be what your life is like. I'm sure it's not like that 24-7. Oh, no. I'm sure you get stressed. But um, I want more. I, I'm like, I want to be more like Madison. I want to take a second to thank today's sponsor, HelloFresh. Every week I get three meals delivered from HelloFresh. For me, it's about treating myself to healthy, delicious food. It's 15 minutes or less most of the time to throw these meals together. And I'm really building confidence in the kitchen because these are delicious recipes with step-by-step -step instructions. Everything's pre-portioned for me. I just kind of follow along and put it together. And in less time than it would take and for less money than getting takeout, I have a really like gourmet, healthy meal. Summers are busy. So if you want to stop running to the grocery store, stop planning, you can try HelloFresh right now. Go to hellofresh.com slash clutterpod50 to save 50% off plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash clutterpod50 for 50% off plus free shipping. I read something of about blue zone and i have oh, yeah. no idea what this is really? please what is blue zone no i've never heard of this before oh my gosh oh i would love to talk to you about blue zones okay so it's actually surprising to me that more people haven't heard about this but the blue zones are these areas in the world where the most centenarians have been located like parts of the world where there's like hot spots of people living long healthy lives and most of the time I would say, except for Loma Linda, which is here in California, like outside the medical system. So it's not like they're being treated long-term for, you know, like, like, like they're taking drugs to stay healthy, or like we said, like buying fixes. 
they're actually just mm. genuinely like living long, healthy lives. And so I think it's fascinating. And in creating my course, like I studied the blue zones a lot because one of there's lifestyle habits and there's diet habits that I think we can glean from the blue zones. But I was lucky enough to visit a blue zone. Uh, was it a month ago now? I think so. Anyway, in Sardinia, which is a little island off the coast of Italy. And it's actually the original blue zone that I'm not sure what the team of researchers were. I'll have to send you some articles for the show notes if people want to dive deeper into this. But yeah, where people consistently live to be over 100 years of age. And they what I found while being there is like, these are not these are these are mostly impoverished areas. And it was shocking to me that people have these rich, fulfilling lives with very little, very small little apartment homes um, surrounded by like typically multi-generational family um, and not much stuff, like not all of our modern conveniences. Definitely and no McDonald's. No McDonald's, that's for sure, no McDonald's. Um, yeah, they're working hard, but it's like, wait, you guys actually, like we were talking about earlier, it's like, it feels like it's all too much for us. Like they actually are handling it. like they can handle the stress of their life and it's adding to their health. And yeah, I don't even have all the answers to it. Right. Like I'm just someone fascinated by it too, but it's really interesting. And the other thing that I think is, is like something that just stands out to me is that they all have this pace of life. That's much slower than ours. It's like there are these natural transitions within their day that I think we've lost in our modern society. And they rest like they rest mm. on Sunday. Typically, most of them are either Catholic or some type of religion that would that would consistently take a day off and just play, right? Or like be with family or drink wine and have good food, that kind of thing. And it's some it's it's not that hard or like crazy, but it is very different, right? Than like our modern I'm gonna look society. into this it's probably gonna make me want to eat like more avocados or something right like uh, omega fatty and health and oh gosh okay this is but okay I live in Canada and okay. I live in this part of Canada like southwestern Ontario that's very for us it's very like city like okay. everyone has perfectly manicured lawns it's lots of suburbia yeah. everyone's driving like fancy vehicles it's very hustle and bustly when we're yes. walking down the street it's very like everyone's walking fast and i lived in new york for 6 months and that's like on steroids Oof, yeah. people in new york are just running everywhere they go they're running <laughs> and if you step in so front of a car you're dead because the yes, car is yes. not stopping for you like yes. you're always hyper aware at any moment you can die there's some sort of like ah, frantic energy yeah, in New York. Yeah. And I was like, this is toxic. Yeah. And I come back to where I live and I'm like, oh, it's less toxic here. Mm -hmm. But I go visit my brother in Nova Scotia, which is also in Canada. You get off the plane and it's everyone's slower. Everyone's mm -hmm. walking slower. If you go to step off a curb in Nova Scotia, all the cars gently oh. come to a stop for you. People open the door. Everyone's hi. Oh. And my husband noticed something as we were driving through the suburbs there to go to my, my brother's house. None of the lawns are perfectly manicured. Mm. There's weeds, there's weeds in the gardens, like the front door maybe isn't perfectly painted. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very 
different there. And everyone's smiling more and slower. It's, it's culturally slower in the entire province. And I don't know what the difference is. I, it feels like they just have less pressure. They still have beautiful Mm. homes and great jobs and they still have a McDonald's, Maddie. But um, <laughs> I just want to admit, they still have a McDonald's. It's 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 so not funny. about the food. They yeah. still have stuff yeah. too. It's yeah. very much like like everyone around just has less rush, mm-hmm. less frantic energy to work mm-hmm. harder. There's so much mm-hmm. like, especially where I live, and definitely in New York, it feels like the bigger the place, there's more like pride taken in how busy you are and how much you're juggling. They're like, how have you been? Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, me too. Yeah. We're so busy. Um, it's not like that there and everyone's smiling more. Right. It's, it's fascinating. I think too, like, I mean, I'm not a professional, so I don't even know if I can comment on this, but like, I just noticed that it's such common language now to talk about like, Oh, like all of us have mental health problems now it feels like and Mm. these lifestyle changes like why don't why don't why aren't they being talked about like if we find a culture that people are smiling more why are we not just like hey tell us everything we're open like we are open (laughs) to whatever you want to teach us right and if it's like hey let your lawn go like don't worry about it like yeah why don't we take that seriously i don't know why is there less pressure there to have a perfect lawn and a perfect house? And right. That just, it's, it's more like culturally acceptable, even mm-hmm. though it's not that far away. It's just a different province to just be slower, to relax, yeah. to sit on their, everyone's sitting on their porch. They're like having a beer. They're just chatting. It's not like, what are you getting done this weekend? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, what are you doing this week? Are you fishing? Are you sitting in, are you, are you, paddling mm-hmm. around, you know, in mm-hmm. the ocean. It's very different lifestyle. And it's almost like we're confused here. My mom says all the time, she'll come to visit and she's like, oh, you've got weeds in your front garden. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> but you know, yes. she's like, oh, what will then, the neighbors Then later you think? think about it. You're like, oh God. I do. I'm like, should yeah. I go out there and pull those weeds in the front garden? As people are like, coming over, why? you're like pulling weeds. So much pressure. There's I agree. I think so there's much a lot of external pressure and about looking perfect and living mm-hmm. the American dream. It sounds like it's happening in Canada too. Um, it is. Yeah, yeah. To me, Working out, means, going to the gym. These right. people get up, they run a bunch. I see these women just running before work or they're at the gym right. and they're like, and they're busting their butts and then right. they're going to work all day and then they're coming home and they're like throwing together that. a meal and volunteering and doing all this crap and polishing their gorgeous mansions. And I'm like, right. you How are falling are you, in bed and crying yeah. your eyes out. Yeah. I know you're crying yeah. yourself to sleep yeah, every yeah. night, man. It's mm. crazy. It's crazy. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think uh, that social media probably contributes now, like back in the day, like we would only try to keep up with our neighbors, but now it's like we keep up Mm. with celebrities and everything, everyone we've ever known and people we don't even know, influencers that are only showing you a portion of their life. And I, yeah, I do think that that is so heavy to, to carry for all of us. And, um, also, yeah, it just doesn't at all add to quality of life. Ultimately, I think you're right. Like it can all look, people love to talk about balance. Like 
meaning I do it all, right? Like I have balance in every area of my life. And you just, why? Like, is, are you really fulfilled and living this rich, healthy, vibrant life? Are you enjoying your time with your kids? Are you satisfied with your marriage? Like, what about those things? Are you prioritizing rest? Right, right. Mm. Uh, yeah, rest is like lazy now. Like rest, right. uh, yeah, rest gets a really bad. When you say someone's slow or like you tell someone like, oh, no, uh, all I did this weekend was rest. It's like a little embarrassing, mm. I think, yeah. for most of us. So I agree if we can have more conversations like this and just kind of start shifting the narrative or even just exposing people to the fact that like, hey, maybe just this this is how do you say it like common but doesn't need to be normal um then maybe it'll just start shifting perspective a little bit yeah and i think it looks different for everyone for me like i i call myself a burster so i will work hard for like a day and then take two days to like lay around and be i don't want to say lazy but i want to say lazy do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, um, yeah. And then that works for me. I recharge my battery and then I burst again and I recharge my battery. And I think for other people, maybe it's just like consistent. I, I, that's the whole thing. Everybody does it different. Right. And you got to kind of find what's working for you. But chasing other people, chasing you, the idealized version of you, I think is really toxic. And I know mm. it was for me. Um, yeah, it, it made me sad. Because I felt like I could, I was always trying to climb the top of the mountain, but there was never a top. Mm. And I just instead took a shovel and made my mountain a lot smaller. Yes, right. And then you can summit it and you can get that satisfying feeling of like, no, I can manage my life. It's not going to be completely an out of control mess like that we just normalized in the modern world. Mm. That's not how life has to be at all. So someone listening who's feeling overwhelmed right now, they're they're listening to this podcast. They're like, I am so stressed. Uh, I feel like I'm drowning. What, let's give them some tangible things that they can do today, mm -hmm. this week, this month to ease the burden a little bit. Like, what would you suggest if somebody, they can't, they can't go down six suitcases and go to Hawaii, right? But um, yes. What can they do today to slowly start making their life feel a little bit slower and simpler? Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is decluttering because I, I, I heard this from the minimalists, but I found it to be true for me that while you're decluttering, and I'd, I'd be interested to know if this is true for you, like there's this psychological decluttering that occurs where it's, it is it's like when you have to finally confront those things you've been hanging on to, like you said, just in case, or just because it's too painful to let them go. Something happens. And I don't know if I really even have words for it, but it's very empowering. It may, it forces you into the present moment. Like instead of hanging on to the past or fantasizing about the future, it's like, this is my first experiment with flexing these muscles of no, this is my life right now. Let me think about who I am right now and what my what I want my life to be like right now. And it's physical, which I think feels really good to see progress like that. 
And it's hard for some people. And I think starting with sentimental obviously is not the place to go. And if getting rid of clothes is hard for you, don't go there. I think you just like wherever you're standing close by while you're listening to this, open a closet, mm-hmm. open a cabinet, yeah. look at it differently. Great advice. Yeah. Just, just grab something and with confidence, trust yourself that you don't need it and let it go. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a minimalist, Maddie. I have a lot, I have a lot of stuff, but I have I haven't, I have, I'm like, I'm managing it without it feeling like work. Does that make sense? And Mm -hmm. I know when I start feeling like my life is heavy again, I've probably accumulated too much or I've taken on too much and I've got to put things down. So Mm -hmm. I've found this sort of like balance between, I still have stuff, Mm -hmm. but I, I can feel it in myself Mm -hmm. when I start feeling like life's a little heavy and I just look around at my life and it's sometimes it's not stuff I have to declutter. Sometimes it's people, sometimes it's commitment, sometimes it's like workload, but I have to put something down. And that Mm -hmm. like thought process has like, I got to scoop some buckets out of my sinking boat, right? In the ocean. I have to like toss some things out. When I look at it that way, I don't know. It feels like a little bit easier. It feels like less of like, I have to let stuff go and only have six plates. It feels more like, what? how can I lighten my life today? Yeah, yeah. Instead of thinking about what works for other people, I, I like that. Yeah. Okay. You have a course. You have a free ebook. Um, tell my listeners where they can find you and a little bit about your incredible course because I, I really do think you're just so, you're so I- inspiring and it's a realistic approach to simple living. Oh, thank you. That means so much to me. I, I have a YouTube channel. It's just my name, Madison Gray, spelled with a U like the sun. And same with my Instagram. So you can find me there. I have a start, like where to start with slow living video on my YouTube. But I think if you're hearing this and you're like, wait, I've never even heard of slow living or the thought, like the, just the permission to slow down kind of makes you want to cry. Like maybe start there because I know that's how I felt. And I made that video with you in mind if you're there. So um, I would say start there. And like, if it resonates with you, then I do have a course that's like the life transformation that I wish I could have walked with someone else through to kind of help me through the process to make it not take four years. Although I do believe that like when it's ripe, it's ready. You can't, you know, force things healing to occur. It's not linear, but it just kind of, I think, I hope, and I feel like I've seen with the women who have gone through it, like it facilitates the process and offers support through our um, Facebook community page. And just uh, it, by making the price point of the course, what it is, it makes it worth my time to engage with these women and like answer their emails and uh, yeah, just like be be there for them as they go through their entire home and their life. It's a life transformational process. So I also have a free ebook. Uh, it's just a decluttering guide if you want to get started with decluttering. I know Cass has a lot of resources for that too. You know what? Different people resonate differently. And so I I think a rising tide raises all ships. And if you are wanting to get organized and declutter and just simplify your life. I think you should listen to as many people as possible and follow Mm. as many people as possible until you find that, that flicks the switch for you. And for me, it Mm. was Peter Walsh 
And oh, um, I've never even heard of him. Yeah, he he's the whole reason I started decluttering and organizing. He changed my life. He's he's my hero and um, he just resonated with me. His words hit yeah. me in a way and I yeah. think if you haven't found someone yet mm-hmm. who hits you in that way, keep looking and it might be Madison Gray. So thank, thank you, you so much, Madison. Thank you for joining me today. And thank you everyone for listening. I'll put links in the show notes down below so you can find Madison. And again, I'll see you guys next time.